The holidays are a time to feel and create joy. And what could be more joyous than the look on her face as she unwraps a stunning new jewelry piece from Blue Nile? How about getting 50% off your purchase? Blue Nile offers premium quality, priced below traditional retail. Their online experts are available 24-7 to answer any questions and make sure you've picked the perfect gift. For a limited time, you can get 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's 50% off at BlueNile.com. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters. To start my journey, Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition, weekly edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your host, as always, Maurice Williams, joined as always by Michael Bibbins, aka Bibbs. I am at MofR25 on Twitter. He is at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, even though you probably already follow him because he has like 11,000 followers at this point. The boy is big time. Me, uh, I'm still starting from the bottom like Drake. Still got 400-something followers. So if you ain't following me, go do that if you're listening to this episode. I say it at the beginning of every episode for a goddamn reason. So <laughs> he is also the host of the Have You Seen Movie podcast, which recently dropped a review for air since we're speaking about basketball. Um, the movie Cron. I was about to use a word that didn't even fit. Uh, <laughs> there is one that starts like that that would fit. That's the one I was looking for, but I was about to say chronological. I was no. Nah. I heard it. Yeah, um, chronicling. Right. I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, chronicling. <laughs> so the events that led up to Nike signing Michael Jordan and changing the game forever a movie that i thought was gonna be bad i was like man this this movie look cheap this shit look like it's supposed to go straight to vod like i'm surprised it got these names what are we doing and then i went to see it i was like this is my favorite movie of the year so far what's going on like i can't i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it i listened to you your review with shot uh, of course, that was the perfect person to have on. Motherfucker love talking about sneakers. Uh, <laughs> but definitely not my thing. Definitely not your thing. Uh, 
But we're not here to talk about Nike. We're not here to talk about Jordan. We're not here to talk about movies. We're here to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. The season is officially over. They officially took me behind the shed and put a bullet in me. Put me out of my misery. That, that may be a harsh way of putting it. But that's the best way to describe it. Because it feel like they've been putting bullets in me all season with this bullshit. I don't know what you're eating, but you have some white stuff in the corner, okay? Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, creamy fuck. Alfredo, feel me? Fuck. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Bitches love Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Um, How you feeling, man? Uh, the season is finally over. I think it's safe to say we both relieved at this point. Yeah, I was ready to be be done with it. Yeah. Um, I was ready to see it through, you know? I was ready to see it through. The Mavs were not, apparently, but... Uh, at the end of the day, it's probably for the best that we we don't have to deal with no play-in or nothing like that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the whole sitting the players thing. Uh, I think you should just let the guys play it through. Whatever happens, happens. At least give them a fighting chance. You never know what can happen. Um, but the Mavs made a decision uh, to sit the players the last two games. Well, yeah. Two games. The last two games, uh, our stars have sat we lost both, um, and now the Dallas Mavericks are officially eliminated from playoff contention for the first time since Luka's rookie year, um, which means we currently have the 10th odds um, for the number one pick. So if the Dallas Mavericks, apparently the only place the Mavericks can jump to is four or stay at 10, and the only place we can fall to is 12, correct? No, we can get one through four. Well, okay, one through four, I meant, yeah. Or ten, yeah. One through four or ten. One through fourteen. Huh? One through four or ten through fourteen, I'm sorry. One through four or ten through fourteen. Okay, thank you for clearing that up. Um, That's going to cause a different sort of discourse on the timeline, Uh, especially the fact that the Mavs are out of the playoffs, all the trade rumors and shit and scenarios are going to start. Early, I'm already seeing trade scenarios. Most of them are unrealistic. Y'all will make terrible GMs. I just want you to know that. Um, But I guess that's why y'all aren't. Um, Along with the end of the season comes the exit interviews from the players and Jason Kidd. Um, Did you get a chance to listen to all of them? I didn't listen to anything, so I'm just going to hear what you tell me here today. Okay, good. Because... Good because I don't have much to talk about. Um, <clears throat> Luca did an exit interview. Jason Kidd did one. Um, Kyrie and Christian Wood declined, understandably so. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. did one. Maxie did one. Josh Green did one. And Jaden Hardy did one as well. Um, not much to say about Luca's. I'm pretty sure you saw the. Uh, actually, you did see it because you quote tweeted it and you said you was going to hold your tongue. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. I was waiting until we did this to ask you about that. So, you know what? I'm glad we're here. Let, go, let's, let's hear it because there were reports out um, from Tim McMahon, because it's always Tim McMahon, that there are rumors or concerns around whatever, however he put it, 
that Luca could request a trade from the Mavericks as early as the summer of 2024. I call bullshit when I heard it. I'm like, look, okay, y'all do this every year, but whatever. Um, Luca was asked about it in the exit interview. He basically said, I don't know where that came from because I didn't say that. Uh, he said he's happy here, whatever. You seem to have thoughts on it, and I'm curious the way you're going to go with this. So, First of all, Luca is a G. Let's let's get that established. Luca, uh, I, I didn't say you said it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sources. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. I got you. That, that's what Luca did. Um, first of all, sh- shout out to Tim McMahon, first of all, for, for, for being the, the, the one or two journalists in Dallas media that is willing to, to do stupid things um, to rile people up. Um, but yeah, it was funny to me because Buddy took part of the the entire interview to explain himself like this is how i worded it and this is what i was implying and this is blah blah blah. you know what you did you got your esp and tmz whatever espmz on and try to steer up a story that that you know the people same thing that um who's uh who's was it malika andrews was covering the bucks was she the one that put out the thing about Giannis leaving was it her I think it might have been. I think it might have been Malika Andrews. <sighs> Damn it! About years ago, before he won the chip, right? Yeah, before he won the chip, when he was about to be a um, free agent, free agent, and they were talking about him leaving, and, and like he got mad. Um, I'm pretty now. I gotta confirm because I hate saying shit and then not confirming. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo walked out on Malika Andrews after losing blah 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 in the Eastern Conference Finals. So she started pushing the questions about him leaving basically immediately. And he's like, I ain't trying to talk about this shit. This is pretty much what happened to the, with Luca and, and McMahon. It's ESPN has their, their things that they like to do. And one of those is talk about superstars leaving their teams, especially in so they can go to big markets. Right. So he did his job and Luca was not feeling it clearly. Um, I think putting as soon as 2024 is the part where it became too much. Just finished the first year of a five-year contract. Let's relax. That's the way I call bullshit on it. Right. Um, but that's the sensationalism that that gets the clicks and gets the views and gets people talking. But clearly, Luca was not amused. And it was funny to me how McMahon tried to defend himself. I thought it was hilarious. Um, aside from Luca's interview, uh, it was hard to hear the questions in the interviews from the audio. Um, but I did pick up on the answers. Uh, Josh Green answered a question, I guess, pertaining to him trying to fit in with Kyrie and Luca. Uh, something we've discussed. Uh, he spoke on how uh, it's mainly about his confidence. Uh, trying to figure out what shots to take, what shots not to take, when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive. And I think I can say. I think we both can say he's being honest in that response because it showed on the fucking court. <laughs> he's very self-aware. Yeah, he's very self-aware. Um, it showed on the court. Uh, it's not like he didn't have it anymore because when either Luca or Kyrie or both were not playing, he was stepping up and he was doing the things that he was doing before Kyrie got there. So we know he's still capable of doing those things. It's just going to take an adjustment period 
for him getting used to not playing with just one superstar, but two, who are both ball dominant for the most part. Um, something I took away from Jaden Hardy's interview is that he plans on playing in the summer league this year, which I am excited about. Uh, I believe we wanted Josh to play another year, but the Mavs did not have him in, which was very fucking weird. But, you know, that was a weird time in general. It would be like the Mavs to try to hold Jaden out this coming year. That would be very Mavsy of them. Yeah, I wouldn't. Excuse me. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it, uh, to be quite honest. But let the kid play, man. Um, I also took away the fact that he said um, he has a relationship, a close relationship with Kyrie. And he said that he's going to be working out with Kyrie in the offseason. And I didn't even consider that to be an option. I don't know why it's so obvious. Uh, I always said that I wanted Kyrie to kind of kind of take Jaden Hardy under his wing uh, as a small scoring guard uh, and learn from Kyrie, one of the best in the game. Um, working with him this offseason is definitely going to be uh, big for Jaden Hardy's development. And his development is big for this team next season, in the future, whether he's uh, in a six-man role, whether he's eventually starting for this team, uh, if Kyrie isn't here or what. Uh, so Kyrie working with Jaden Hardy is definitely going to be huge. Um, that's really all I took from the exit interviews. They really ain't had shit to talk about, bro. Like, <clears throat> well, um, the fact that they even did them after the game was not normal. No, nah. especially with announcing it last minute like that. Um, Dalton made the joke that it's a clear sign that everybody is tired of looking at each other and being around each other. Uh, Cause they didn't even want to go back home and come back to work the next day. Just like, just clear out your lockers at night and go home. Like whatever. Uh, no feelings about Kyrie or Christian Wood not wanting to do exit interviews. Uh, Kyrie knows he's just going to get questions about signing his contract. And he said, he don't want to talk about that. Yeah. They've already made announcements that they're not bringing Wood back. Why? What does he got to talk about? As if we're surprised they're not bringing him back. Right. So, like, well, neither one of them needed to be there. I'm, I'm cool with that. Christian Wood, there was nothing to ask him uh, that he would probably want to answer. And Kyrie knew what kind of questions he was going to get. He already made it clear he didn't want to answer him. So why even come? No point in wasting your time. Um, you said Dwight did one, right? No. If he did, I didn't see okay. it. Uh, Landon posted all of the interviews to his YouTube. That's where I watched them. No comment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Mavs probably also did the exit interviews last minute because they knew they were losing and they knew they were losing because they decided to tank at the end of the season. Uh, we mentioned that they set the players for the last two games. I was against the tank. What's your thoughts on the match choosing to tank? Like, they first of all, they literally came out. Well, not they. Jason Kidd literally came out and said that they're tanking, and now the Mavs are under investigation. Um, which another report came out saying the Mavs are under investigation because the NBA feels they made a mockery of the play-in. But no, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. They played in their face, is what the NBA said. Like, you can't. Yes, everybody's doing it. Like a lot of teams are doing it, 
but don't come out and play in my face about it. No, nah, that's facts. Don't come out like we know you're doing it. Just don't outright say you're doing it. But to say they make a mockery of the play in, let me tell you what's a mockery of the play in. A mockery of the play in is when a 10th seed that's 10 games below 500 has a chance to make the playoffs just because your rules are fucked up for the play in. That's a mockery of the play in. If you're better than the team, then it shouldn't be a problem. And it hasn't been a problem yet, right? Touche. Thoughts on the Mavs tanking? Um, <clears throat> the only the main reason it pissed me off. Luca came out the day before and said, "As long as there's a chance, he wants to play." And Mark Cuban said, "Fuck you." <laughs> We need them ping pong balls, my boy. Slovenian Pride Night or whatever. Slovenian Pride Night. <laughs> Slovenian Heritage Night. They had the Slovenian delegation flew them out. All expenses is paid. And then said, Luca, you get one quarter, my boy. I thought it was a half. Nah, he played one quarter and then they let him play the first like minute of the second quarter. Because they wanted him to get a ovation as he came off, but nobody in the arena knew what the hell was going on. Nobody, you know, like because you know the real fans aren't tapped into social media and stuff like that, so they don't get they're not paying attention to you know the the tweet that came out saying that Luca was only going to play the first quarter. They, I legit saw people in this arena like standing there like what what the hell is this? <laughs> Luca came out. Or committed the intentional foul and started going to the bench. People were confused. They were like, what, the, what, what is going on? They flew out the Slovenian delegation and at the second quarter said, All right, y'all go home now. Uh- <laughs> Some people said that the only reason Luca played is because of the Slovenian delegation being in attendance. That only reason he played at all. And then the little the little attempt to get him innovation when nobody knew what the fuck was going on was just pure comedy. Like uh, who did we play Sunday? The Spurs. The Spurs announcers were la- like they played the clip back, and they were like, uh, they they apparently left him in to start the second quarter to make sure he got an ovation coming off the court because the season was done. But it didn't seem like anybody else in the arena knew what was going on. Let me tell you something. A few months ago, my plan was to go to Dallas for my birthday. My birthday is Wednesday. I was going to go the weekend that just passed, and I was going to go to the game Friday and Sunday. Boy, the best decision I have ever made was choosing not to go, because if I would have played for a plane ticket, hotel, in both games, for no, for no to watch the Mavs G League team, I'd have been pissed. And to be honest, to be fair, the Mavs healthy are a G League team, but but if I had to pay to watch Theopolis mm. put up a triple double a triple double <laughs> fucking around and got a triple double podcaster buckets oh man I, I, I know what the reference was. Uh, just to make no sure. I should have let it breathe a little bit, though, for the, for the listeners. 
you definitely should have let it breathe, but it's cool. Uh, a triple-double with no turnovers. The fourth player or fifth whatever in NBA history to put up such a stat line. And he quote-tweeted it. And I'm like, so when he be having these good games, I notice he quote-tweets tweets about himself. I'm like, bro, do you, you need to have a talk? Like, what are, we, what are we doing here? One of my homies was like, dang, maybe they needed him the whole time. I replied, I said, I promise you we did not. I have a hot take. Oh, God. <clears throat> We've talked on this podcast a lot about not knowing what the hell Theo Penton is. I think I know. What is he, bitch? <clears throat> he is the Luca backup we've been looking for. So, yeah, I ain't really appreciate <laughs> thinking either. Um, I was against it. I feel like if you got a chance to compete, make the playoffs, compete. I said that before. Uh, but I guess you, if you're like, you know what, we're, we're trying to lose. We want the ping pong balls, but Luca still wants to play. You don't want to risk something happening to him that lingers into uh, next season. So we're here now. The season is over. I can enjoy the NBA playoffs as a fan of basketball and not a fan of the Dallas Mavericks because Lord knows these motherfuckers are stressful. I'm about to turn 30 in two days, and I don't need more gray hairs. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I got to tie the Theo Pinson up up. Oh, I was joking about saying he was the Luca, the Luca backup, but I think he's a point guard. I think he is a. If he's gonna be an NBA player, he has to be a point guard. I don't think he can be a two. I don't think he can be a three. I think he has to have the ball in his hand. That's the way he's gonna most influence the game. <clears throat> I wish he would. He would get his demeanor a little different. I'm tired of him looking like a rec league player with the loose arms. And the head back, like <laughs> this is the, this is hesitation. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- Whoa! What was that face, yo? What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> His hesitation moves like. But I say the Matrix stopped. <laughs> he played like the. You know, you used to have PE. Yeah, you walk by the gym and pop in real quick. Say, "Hey, let me let me get a shot." That's how he shoot. He play. That's that's how that's how he play. His jump shot looked like. Let me see that thing, nephew. Right. (laughs) Nah, Uh, can't see that thing. The fuck on the bench. Shout out to Theopolis. Um, Theodore. I'm gonna call him. His mama named him Theopolis. I'm gonna call him Theopolis. Thaddeus. What was I talking about? Oh, that's if you're a wrestling fan, you you should understand the Thaddeus reference. Shout out to King Booker. Here's my real thoughts on the tanking. I thought we were going to lose them games anyway, because what we do. <laughs> um, the blatant tankism that was put on display. I believe in God, basketball guys, karma. I believe in the basketball guys. And by basketball guys, I mean Silver and them. 
I, I believe in them rigging the, 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 trying to reward the teams that do right, right? So in my head, if we play it out, we lose, we get 10,000, 11,000, whatever. I thought the, 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 the basketball gods would be in our favor. I thought we, we might have a chance at getting that top four pick. We played it out, did everything right. The gods would bless us. The top four pick. But when we played in the gods' faces, I, I don't like our chances of I, we have a less than 20% chance of losing a pick. If the basketball guys see fit to take the pick, I can't be upset. We made our own bed. Since we're on that topic, um let's say different scenarios. Let's say the Mavericks land a 10th overall pick. What would you like them to do? I genuinely don't care. You said you what? I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not invested in this pick situation. No, 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 no. They don't have to draft. I know. Okay. All right. I'm not invested in anything that has to do with this pick. At all or yet? At all. If we have a pick, then I'll be invested in it. As of today, as of my as my brain is operating on the under the assumption, we're not going to have a pick. When that changes, then I'll I'll be forced to care. But I can't I can't care right now. I agree. It'd be arsed to talk about this pick. I mean, with the way the Mavs history is gone, I don't think we'll have a pick either. Uh, but. I also saw Dalton put out a tweet and say, hypothetically speaking, if the Mavs get the number one pick, do you draft Wimby or do you like trade it? And I'm like, bro, you're drafting. Draft fucking Wimby. Like, what what we like? I don't give a fuck about no injury concerns. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, that's the way it plays out. That's the way it plays out. If that's the way it plays Mm -hmm. out, it happens. You can have injury concerns with anyone. Anyone. The, the Pelicans wasn't saying, oh, man, we maybe we have injury concerns about Anthony Davis. No, you draft Anthony Davis. Period. Period. The Trailblazers drafted Greg Oden. Hey, it didn't work out. Vic hasn't been injured, far as I know. Embiid had injury to- issues. Huh? Embiid had injury issues. Did he, like, not play? Yeah, he fell in a draft, I think. He wasn't the first pick. He was top three at least, I know. Now I gotta confirm that real quick. But he didn't play like a year or two, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Ben Simmons that didn't play two years? Hold on. Now I gotta look. Didn't Wiggins and, and B come in the same draft? Joel Bree, first round, third pick, 2014 draft. Yeah, same draft. Play debut October 2016. So yeah, he was drafted. He didn't play for two years. <clears throat> Wiggins went first and Jabari Parker went second. He didn't play for two years, right? Nope. Injuries, foot, foot injury, the, the big one that everybody says you can't get a big with the foot injuries. And, and what, what is Embiid doing right now? Probably about to win MVP. So I, I, I guess the injury doesn't have to be the death nail. 
I don't give a fuck if Victor Weminyama was coming into this draft with an Achilles tear. I was about to say, if he was injured right now, I wouldn't give a I'm fuck. drafting him. Like, <laughs> like, if you have the number one pick to draft Wemmy and you trade it, you're going to be the laughing stock. Like, I would rather... If yeah, he turns would... out to be like a Kevin Durant type, <clears throat> we've never seen anything like this. You're drafting. Now, two through four, I still say you draft them, but there's a conversation to be had. Okay. Because where does school... This is why I hate that the draft comes before free agency. Yeah, I think... Didn't they say they were discussing, like, changing that potentially? I didn't see that. Is I don't that think they like did. the CBA it, thing or yeah, I thought if they did it in the CBA, it probably they, we probably would have heard that by now. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that was discussed. If it was discussed, it wasn't approved. Um <clears throat> yeah, Scoot, I don't know where Scoot would fit. Uh maybe you draft Brandon Miller, Jarris Walker. Um, but I would entertain a trade. The, the way I would entertain a trade from two through four is you trade back into the draft. You trade for multiple draft picks and get assets. So now you have more draft picks to trade during the offseason. Uh, two through four, you said you trade back. Yeah. I if, like that. Because the value of two through four, you can get a lot of picks back. You can get like two picks that draft. <clears throat> maybe in the 20s or between like 15 and 19 and you can get a future pick as well i'm gonna, i'm trying to see who has draft picks <clears throat> you can get a future pick as well uh and you could gather assets to trade for a guy in the offseason or you could trade back in a draft one pick get a player an established player and a future draft pick as well. You have options. Um, personally, with the 10th pick, I'm of the belief that there is no one at 10 that's going to help us. To, like right away? I, I, right away. Now, granted. Is right away the, the, the need for you when you're talking about <laughs> drafting that top 10 pick? Yes. Okay. Right now, in the position this team is in, yes, like we've waited long enough. It's we need right away type of situations. Now, there was a post. I don't know if I bookmarked it. I'm gonna try to find it. Uh, no, I did not bookmark it. Shit. Okay. Anyway, um, it was a history of the tenth overall picks. Okay. draft history. I think I remember seeing a lot of good names. I remember seeing a not not a lot of good names. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna try to actually see. Yeah, let's see. I just pulled up a consensus big board. Here we go. Okay, this is year by year. The tenth overall pick in each year. Johnny Davis. Still too soon to tell, but he looks like trash. You look pretty good at the end of the year. Yeah, still too soon to tell. Zaire Williams. He's still in the league? <clears throat> I think so. 
Jalen Smith, still got hope for him. Decent. Yep. Cam Reddish, still got hope for him. Decent. Mikael Bridges. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though the Sixers traded him, idiots. Uh, for who did they trade him for? I don't even remember. Dude's not even in the league anymore, I don't think. You should show you one. Who was drafted by uh, Phoenix? It's not like the entire draft. It's like. Okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Every year. Yeah. What year was that? 2018? Zach Collins. Thorn Maker. Mm. Justice Winslow. Mm. Alfred Payton. CJ McCollum. Austin Rivers. Jimmer Fredette. Paul George. Brandon Jennings. Brooke Lopez. Spencer Hawes. The fuck I <laughs> Muhammad Sane by the Supersonics. This was 2006. Yeah. Andrew Bonham, who had like two good years. Luke Jackson. Jarvis Hayes. How far back is this list going? As far back as I wanted to. I ain't going back no further. (laughs) Now, recently the Mavs have drafted well when it comes to guys like Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. Before, I would be skeptical. I wouldn't really trust them to draft. If they really see someone they like at 10, um, because with a lot of those 10th picks, there were guys that were drafted after those guys that were really good. So, just because the history shows that not a lot of great guys were drafted at 10 doesn't mean they were solid role players. Yeah. Doesn't mean there weren't great guys available at 10. True. But I feel like this team is in a position where we need to win now. <clears throat> and if you can move back in the draft with that TIF pick and trade for draft picks and assets or trade for an established role player, I think you take that opportunity. I just don't know what opportunities would be there uh, to trade for now. I think you could get some young guys or a young guy that's like second year, third year, something like that. That's maybe like a couple steps ahead of where this rookie would be, basically. Like maybe not a guy that's already for sure going to be an all-star, but a guy that has grown each year in his first two or three years and may take another step right right, right away. Like a who? Um, pull up. Um, I needed to look at some names. By the way, I did figure out. Uh, Bridges was traded for Zaire Smith. <laughs> Zaire Smith, that's what it was. And a future first round pick that turned into Trey Man. Uh, so when would two, three years ago be? Twenty twenty draft. Let's look at the twenty twenty draft class. Uh, I'm gonna look at twenty nineteen first, actually. Oh wait, those guys are gonna be getting their extensions already. So twenty twenty draft. 
I just want to come up with some. Ah, it pulls up the NFL first. I don't know why I didn't put NBA. All right, 2020 NBA draft. I'm looking at names. I'm looking at names. <clears throat> no. <laughs> yeah, and this is an ugly. This is an ugly ass list. Denny of Dia. Okay, I like Denny. <clears throat> um, no, damn, it ain't about to be him. Cole Anthony or a small guard? No, nah. Not for the tenth pick, no. I don't know. Unless we got somebody else with him, like a who? I'm about to say who the fuck will we want? I'm not thinking about the magic right now. All right, keep it moving. Isaiah Stewart. I like Beef too. He's better than every center we got. So Isaiah Stewart and Bojan. I would take it. Like a package of some sort. I would take that. Um, most of these guys are already too good. The ones I was looking at. Jaden McDaniels. We know we're not getting Jaden McDaniels. I mean, he, he seemed pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, who else we got? I think that's probably going to be it. We couldn't get him, couldn't get him, and all the rest of these dudes suck. Yeah, most of the rest of these dudes suck. Um, I think that, like I said, Isaiah Stewart, Bojan package is probably what would be <laughs> that, type of, that type of transaction is what I'm looking at. Like a young piece, a vet that we know can play right now, for that 10th pick and some salary filler. And we'd be giving the 10th pick to a team like the Pistons that, that can use it. So Exactly. And the reason I would be, they might be willing to trade Isaiah Stewart is because they just went and got Wiseman. Uh, they got Jalen Duran, and we, we'll see what pick they get in this draft. Yeah. They might have Wimby, too. Like, it's going to start getting real crowded over there. Yeah, real fucking crowded. Imagine Wimby. I mean, Wimby will most likely play powerful within the league anyway. I think he'll eventually play power forward. They might start him out as a three. I hope they don't like get a coach that's going to pigeonhole him into being a four or five. Yeah, yeah. Like treat him like bowl bowl. He can play all over the place. Small forward, power forward, center. Right. Play all three. Um, yeah, that's my hope. If we get the tenth pick, if we don't get a pick at all and it conveys to the Knicks, fantastic. We got the freedom to trade. You know, during the off season. Uh, I won't Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony. No, I, was I like Jalen Suggs. I don't think they do it for a 10th pick. <laughs> they won't. They won't. Uh, you don't trade a fourth overall pick from two years ago for a 10th pick. It's just not. He still needs to develop. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of decisions to make for the front office. Um, the pressure is on him. If they get that pick, it's a lot of decisions to make. If they don't, then they can just move on. No pressure at all. Um, <clears throat> I have no preference of what I want, to be quite honest. Uh, I just want good moves to be made. That's all I want. And I feel like that's asking for too much from this from this organization. Uh, and they're showing me that it's asking too much. But since the offseason is approaching, uh, what's your level of, of excitement or lack thereof? For the offseason. Uh obviously us not making the playoffs, team looking bad, kind of show probably warrants a lack of excitement. 
uh, as opposed to the last few seasons where we've shown what we can do in the playoffs and we're like, all right, we need this piece. We need that piece. We're just a few pieces away. And now we're completely out of the playoffs and it feels like the team needs a complete overhaul. So uh, level of excitement for the playoffs, one through 10 and wow. I'm at playoffs. Off season. Off season. <clears throat> oh, my man said playoffs. This is so cool. <laughs> we're not used to this. I know this is new territory for us uh, over these past couple of years, but yeah, we we not in them things. So level of excitement for the offseason is a flat, it's a one. I'm gonna say that. I'm excited about the offseason for the reasons that I get to pretend <clears throat> and I get to 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 put my thinking cap on and come up with strategies and schemes and contingency plans and things of that nature. But it's a one because I feel like my front office doesn't do that. I feel like I put in more work in the offseason than my front office does. And I'm basing this on the bullshit that occurred last summer. Um, I was on Dime Droppers Pod yesterday with SJ, and we talked about it we sit up and strategize and come up with all these complex plans. And this is the type of players we should get da da da. And then they come out and say, we're excited about Theo Pinson's potential for development. We're going to give the MLE to 34 year old JaVal McGee, and we're going to make him our starting center. We don't need a point guard. We got Frank Nielakina at home. So I can't be excited about what these goofy bitches are about to do because they've already shown me they don't know ball. They don't know their own team. That Frank Nilekina shit, bro. That's like when you out and you ask your parents, oh, can we get McDonald's? Oh, you got McDonald's in the house. Like that shit in the house ain't McDonald's. It ain't what I want. It ain't going to work for me. Like, I'm not trying to wait for you to mold up some, not mold. I'm sorry. That's the wrong word to use. (laughs) For you to create, for you to get some ground beef, create some high hamburger patties. I, I, I need that. I need that good shit. You can't cook. Like, now my mama could cook, but (laughs) <laughs> Let me make sure I say that my mama can cook, but I'm just saying sometimes motherfucker can't cook and they like, oh, you got this in the house. I don't want your shit. I want this quality shit. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm still mad about that Frank shit, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> My excitement for the offseason is a three. Uh, I'm not excited. I am excited for Mavs outside to play GM because I feel like this is going to be the best. I'm, this is the most excited I've been for Mavs outside. This shit going to be lit. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. <clears throat> a lot of fun. There's so many options, so many possibilities. I already know what my first move is going to be as GM, but we're going to save that for when we do the episode. Y'all might get it early considering we ain't in the playoffs. Who knows? Damn. Actually, no. We have to wait for at least the draft. The draft lottery. I think we did it right before. Oh, yeah, the lottery, yeah. The lottery. Um, Yeah, uh, my excitement level is a three, mainly because I know how this team works. I know how this front office works. 
Um, granted, this is going to be Nico's first offseason with real money to use for the most part. Um, how he uses that money will determine how I feel about him going forward. And it'll also let me know who's really in charge, which we already technically know. But if it's more of the same old bullshit, then we know it's Mark Cuban making the decisions and, and, and not really the GM, which we already know is the case. But this team doesn't have a good track record of making good moves in the offseason, and I'm not going to start pretending that they're going to start now. Yeah, I expect <clears throat> I expect disappointment, and I typically move in the way of expecting the worst and hoping for the best, but I can't help but get hopeful sometimes. But after what they did to us last year, I, there will be no hope. The only hope, only way I'm going to get even a little bit hopeful is if we do get this pick, if we do get in the top four or whatever. Um, cause I, Damn, I, I almost choked just trying to say it. I was going to say I don't think they can mess that up, but they can. They will find a way. And even with the Kyrie situation, I, again, this is what I mentioned on the Dime Dropper Pie. We covered it when we first made the trade. Three options. He resigns with us. He walks or he does a sign and trade. All three work one way in one way or no, another. If he walks completely, we could have up to 25, 30 million in cap space. If he does a sign and trade, we can get back, like we said, some multiple pieces because we have every every spot on this roster is a hole to fill besides Luca at this point. Literally. No matter how you feel about Josh or Jaden or Every single spot in, on his roster can be upgraded except Luca. Every single one. So if we can, if Kyrie wants to go and we can get back three, four pieces of basketball players, like real basketball players, not, excuse me, real hoopers, because we got a few basketball players, but they're not hoopers. We need hoopers. So if we can get a few pieces in for Kyrie. That's a win. If we keep Kyrie, Okay, now we have Luca and Kyrie to build around. I can't believe you just did the whole basketball Hooper Twitter discourse thing. That's shit <laughs> All right, Rashad Phillips. Look, basketball players are the. I I'm not on the same line with him. Basketball player is a dude that knows the game, that 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 can run up set, can 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 do the basics, right? Go through the motions and, and can be a quality player out there on the floor. Get it done. A hooper can go get you a make a play, get a bucket, make do something dynamic. They do highlight play type stuff. We ain't got no highlight play type dudes on this team. Not enough of them. It's not what we got. We got these dudes are walking up the court like 40 year olds in the over over 30 league. Like this is how we play. We play like an over 30 team. And then every now and then, Josh Green or Jaden Hardy will run down the court really fast and be like, holy crap, that's basketball too? That's the same game? So, yeah, give me some give, give me some hoopers, man. Give me some damn hoopers on this team. So, again, Kyrie walks, $30 million in space. Kyrie signed a trade, three, four pieces. Kyrie stays. We got Luka and Kyrie to build around. That's our core. None of those feel like a, a loss to me. But again, this is the Dallas Mavericks. I know they will find a way to mess up any of those scenarios unless stuff starts falling in their laps. 
like a first, like a top four. I could see it now, bro. Before free agency, the moratorium period starts, we're going to hear that Kyrie Irving does not plan on signing back with the Dallas Mavericks, which means they have 25, 30 million in cap space. Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. And we're going to be sitting here checking Twitter. And all the names that can help us are just going to be dropping to multiple teams. <laughs> and the first report we get from Shams about the Dallas Mavericks, right? Is going to be that the Mavericks have resigned Dwight Powell. <laughs> I'm glad you find this shit funny. To a two-year deal worth eight million. The Mavericks had extra money to play with since the targets they were looking at are not on the board anymore, and they decided to reward Dwight Powell for his loyalty and service. That, that's the type of bullshit we do. I can see it now, bro. <laughs> I'm pissed now. <laughs> I can see it now. Like, I will never forget us being in that green room doing that space or whatever. And the first name that came off the fucking board for us on free agency. I don't even remember bro real name no more. Shannon, little brother. What's his first name? Anthony? Sterling. 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 Thought that nigga name was Anthony. Um, <laughs> Anthony Brown is crazy. Like, um, Yeah, Shannon Little Brother. The first name that came off was Shannon Little Brother and then Reggie Bullock. Like, I never forget that. Ever. And y'all was gassing Reggie up. And I was telling y'all that boy was not like that. Expect more of that this offseason if the Mavs got money. I'm telling you. What about Vucci, man? Would you, would you do it? Fuck no. Fuck no. What? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. 10 Is mil. Rebounder? Absolutely. 10 mil. Okay. Off the bench, he start. Who's in front of him? I don't know, but we need to get somebody in front of that motherfucker. Uh, who do you think is out there? Free <laughs> Yo, if we if we talk about man, we we need a center that's gonna play some defense and protect the rim, and we come away with Vucevic, I'm gonna be hot. I'm trying to find Jakobert. We not stealing Jakobert. Well, well, well. If they fire Nick Nurse, ain't no telling what's going to happen. Gary Trent Jr. might opt out. Like it, it could get real interesting over there in Toronto. That's all I'm saying. Say what? Blow the team up completely. Plum Dog Millionaire is a free agent. The fuck did you just call him? He called himself that. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that bullshit. You got to listen to the Plumley rap, man. You got to listen to the Plumley. I'm still bars. not listening to that shit. He got bars, though. No. No. 
Uh, who else we got? Lonnie Walker. Man, look, I ain't about to. I, I ain't gonna do this to myself. I'm not doing. It. I'm done. It's an it's an interesting list, but I ain't gonna do it right now. Go out to trade for a center or something, man. Alex Let. No, I was kidding. I heard the White Howard doing big things over there, and uh. In, in Japan or China or whatever the fuck Dwight Powell. I said Dwight Howard. All right, yeah. He hey, Demarcus Cousins said he the third best center in the league. We can fuck, we can sign him. What? Yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't listen to the clip. I just saw he said that uh we can't give Jokic his third MVP because that put him up there with the all-time greats. That motherfucker yeah. told KG he the third best center in the league right now. But you ain't in the league. I'm about to say, like, one of the prerequisites of being the best in the league is being in the league. So. It's in the name, literally. Yeah. Hey, we can sign him. If he's the third best center in the league, we contenders, right? No comment. What is he talking about? That mindset is why you ain't. Never mind. Um, yeah, I, I just want y'all to be prepared for disappointment. I'm not saying the Mavs are going to disappoint us. But if you're prepared for it, you won't be disappointed. Thomas Bryant's free agent. I like Thomas Bryant. He might be cheap. He's not as good on defense as he used to be. Yeah, he might be cheap. And he'd be a year removed from the ACL, so. He should 100% be cheap. Drew Eubanks. No thanks. He better than Dwight Powell. That's setting the bar very low. I'm just saying. (laughs) As a backup. No one that you have named is worse than the White Bob. I ain't saying as a starter. I'm saying as a backup. Mo Wagner. Gotta bring some of the ops in. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> here. Max Struess. That's another ops. Another ops. You talking about centers, ain't we? I'm just naming niggas now. Shit, go get your Donis Haslam. You saw oh, what he did in that last game? Oh. He's on the list too. Omer Yurtsevin. Let's get the big Yurt up in here. He's, hey, he's he, he going to dominate the league. And he said he's going to be dominant. Yeah, my little school him up, you know. Hey, let Twitter tell it. We should trade for Rudy Gobert. Jalen McDaniel. Uh, uh, let me. Do I need to address that? Yeah, somebody fucking address it. Dumbass shit. I told y'all that agenda was over a while back, um, but I could not resist the opportunity to mess with people on the timeline. So I will continue to do so. If you're a listener of this pod, just know that that is what I am doing. For the rest of the people, I will just let them hate me in the group chats. That's all. Go bear, go bear, swinging on. Um, hold up, no, 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 hold up. I gotta now. I gotta really address it. So Kyle Anderson apparently is an asshole. I did not realize this. Um, before the game, Rudy Gobert was interviewed about Kyle Anderson being an asshole. And said that, you know, I don't take it personal. I understand he just wants to win, blah, 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 blah. Well, Rudy Gobert came out on the court, was playing like a baby back bitch. Kyle Anderson called him a baby back bitch. He didn't take too kindly to it, and he swung on him. Now he's suspended. Apparently, somebody leaked the audio of Kyle Anderson saying, y'all baby this. What did he say? Did he say y'all baby him? He said, no, he said y'all kiss his ass. Yeah. Tired of this shit. Y'all got a decision to make this summer. A decision to make this summer. Kyle, it sounds like you out of there, my boy. I, I don't think too many people lining up to take on Rudy Gobert's contract at this point. Nah. 
Pats. So Kyle, you probably going, my boy. All that shit they gave up for Rudy Gobert. They, you think they about to get rid of his ass this offseason because Kyle Anderson said they Kyle Anderson? Like, bro, you good, but keep it a buck. You ain't got no pull. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Y'all got a decision to make this summer. Who are you? Paul <laughs> like, Anderson. On a one-year, $8 million deal. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're Kyle Anderson. <laughs> Y'all got a decision to make this summer. We sure do. See you later, buddy. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Like, that's um, like Reggie Bullock. That's like Reggie saying, man, I'm sick of this Kyrie dude with his... Him doing his Ramadan and 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 fucking up that catering and, and 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 his fucking speeches and shit. Y'all got a decision to make this summer. We sure do. Fuck out of here. Like, come on, bro. Um, did, this player's talking like starters. I hate it. Did you see the Woj uh, tweet? That's a Drake bar. I I I got it. <laughs> Did you see the woes, the woes uh where he literally said the he, word bitch? Yeah, he said Rudy Gobert was called a bitch, even though he was playing through injury. It was like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't never seen some damn <laughs> yo NBA Twitter is crazy right now. Gobert PR is crazy. Like, how you got woes tweeting bitches out? This is crazy. Now like, Rudy is out for the play-in game. And the one the one game where they need him, right? The Lakers are big as fuck. You got Nathan Knight and Jaden McDaniels went and broke his hand because he was upset. So now they're gonna have Nathan Knight in the game. Cat gonna have to play center against AD. It's cooked me. It's they, they maybe they don't. I mean, and it's crazy because they ended up winning that game. Ant had a, a a big stretch to to seal it. Cat had a pretty good game. Um, their two horses are still there, and that's the team I was excited to see in the playoffs. But now they got turmoil, so I don't know. I don't know what I want anymore. Go OKC, but I like all those teams down there. OKC, New Orleans, and Minnesota. Yeah, like I people, there's people I want to see on all those teams. I agree. So. I just, I, I just, I don't have to have a vested interest in any of this shit. My team. Yeah, is I'm just here to enjoy basketball, man. My team is at home, so. <sighs> anyway, um, well, we don't really have to go to a break. There's no ad. Nope. Um, so I guess I can go right into the unsung hero of the week. The final one for the season until I reveal the unsung hero of the year next week. The final unsung hero of the week award goes to, and I'm about to get my WWE superstar on with this one. And if you're a wrestling fan, you understand, you know, because the most important part of all of this. Is all of you. (laughs) The unsung hero of the week goes to the Mavs fans for putting up with this piece of shit organization this week. I had no one to give it to. 
how I'm going to give it to somebody when two out of the three games, they set it. You know what? Theopolis had a trip. I was about to to say, hold up. You know what? It's the perfect opportunity. This is the only time y'all going to get this. The Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award goes to Thaddeus Pinson. Theo Pinson. So when the tally at the end of the year for Unsung Hero of the Year Award is going to have Theo Pinson, one. And when y'all see that, just know that it's because of Bibbs. I'm looking at other options. No, nah, I know what options. You said it. You said it. I was going to let it rock, but you said it. That Bulls game is a disgrace, first of all. Fucking disaster. I, I bet money on the Bulls during the game when the Bulls were down. I already knew. Shameless tanking, bro. Came out and beat the Kings just to fold the side you didn't like, care. Like, oh, I don't understand, man. I don't understand. <clears throat> Any closing thoughts? Not about the Mavs. I do. I I meant to bring this up a while ago. <clears throat> Did you see Draymond saying that he got? A, he feel like Rudy Gobert is on the softer side. Yeah, he think Rudy a bitch. How the fuck you do the same shit and you calling somebody else soft? Like, what are we doing? I don't think he calling them soft for that. I think he calling them soft for, soft for everything Rudy does, and I think Rudy is soft as well. I think Draymond is soft. <laughs> I don't think Draymond is soft. I think Draymond is fake. I think that that's he's hiding the softness by being fake. Possibly. Clearly, he got his little feelings when he punched... He need to wipe his mouth for all that dick eating he'd be doing for LeBron. But, you know, that's a story for another day, I guess. You can literally um, see the drool coming off his chin. It's crazy. I'm going to keep it moving. Um, I'm glad the season is over. I'm excited to get to the, the off-season content. Uh, I'm not excited to see how Mark Cuban finds his ways to, to mess it up. I think there's going to be a press conference. Did Nico say he was holding a press conference tomorrow or something like that? I did not hear, but I would. I think so. I think Nico's holding a press conference, so ain't no telling what's about to happen in that. But um, I'm looking forward to the summer, man. Looking forward to the summer. On a non-Mavs Outsiders-related note, on the Have You Seen pod, I'm going to be interviewing uh actress on Friday. In a movie that comes out on April 27th called Artifice Girl. It's basically a, a AI teenager who's being used to catch predators. And she plays the girl. So uh should be an interesting one. I should have that out this weekend. Right. I may attack Chris Hansen. Right. What? <laughs> AI Chris Hansen. Basically, basically. So I may attach it to the I might do the, the big picture and attach it to the back end of a review. Or I might release it as its own. The big picture. The big picture podcast. They do like a review of a movie and then they'll like attach an interview to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From a random movie. Like it's usually not related. I don't like that they do that, but whatever. I probably won't do that because I don't like that they do it. 
Did you see Super Mario Brothers? Not at all. I went okay. to the theater. I, you heard the podcast. I went to the theater and I was like, why is this theater packed? That's right. And then I saw all the kids. I was like, ah, Super Mario. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really have much to add. Like you said, uh, just excited to see if the team improves this summer. I was going to say how. I think I should say if the team improves this Can summer. Can they get worse? Yes. Absolutely. Never put anything past this front office. Um, I'm excited for the draft lottery, but I'm just ready to sit back and watch the playoffs as a fan and enjoy it and not have to think about the Mavericks. And I suggest y'all do the same. Who's your squad for the playoffs? Say what? Who's your, who's the team you want to win? The Bucks. Okay. And well, the West that? is the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Interesting. I'm straight Bucks. Um, yeah. Actually, no. In the West is the Nuggets. I would like to see the Nuggets versus Bucks in the finals. Yeah. If I had to pick a finals matchup, because I just don't. I'm tired of the Jokic disrespect. Who's number two? In the West? Uh, the Grizzlies damn sure don't want them to get through. Kings I would be fine with, but I don't think they're ready. Uh, Suns, fuck them. Clippers, fuck them. I would like to see. Clippers I wouldn't be mad at, though, actually. <clears throat> um, if they got healthy. Like I, I would want to see Kawhi and PG doing it together. Uh, <clears throat> Warriors, welcome. And then we're looking at what the 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 playing team. So Lakers, welcome. Lakers, hell no. And the other teams don't stand a chance. So actually, the Clippers might be my second choice. No, then right? Nuggets, Clippers. Those are my two. PG might be back. Nuggets, Clippers. They said he's gonna miss the first round. I think, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm 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 here for the Clippers. I need that uh that Westbrook. The Westbrook ring would make me happy. I like the Cavs in the East as well. Cavs? Yeah. I think they're my second team. Yeah, they're they're my second team. Yeah, okay. That works for me. Well, with that being said, we've been on here long enough. Like I said, I want y'all to enjoy the NBA playoffs. Don't think too much about the Mavericks. I know y'all get on the timeline and tweet about the Mavericks every day. Take a break. Take a break. After this season we had, you deserve it. Relax on the Mavericks. Try to focus on something else. Enjoy the good basketball that's going to be on display. And until next Sunday. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace.